we are living in a dualistic world. So the right or left, uh, good or bad, mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever. Uh, but Buddhism is about uh, overcoming the dualistic view. Welcome to another episode of Made with Japan. I am your host, Ken Shibusawa. Our guest for this episode is a Buddhist monk. Now, here in Japan, Buddhist monks helps us pay tribute to our ancestors. But Shokei Matsumoto is not just any ordinary monk. He is a contemporary Buddhist monk. So how is he contemporary? Well, for one, he translated a book called The Good Ancestor by Roman Grzarnik. So in a sense, he's a translator from English into Japanese. But if you think about it, all religious leaders, what they do is they translate the religion to into our daily lives. So what Shoke is doing is bringing the tradition of Buddhism into our modern day society. He is, I believe, a master translator. I really had an enlightening conversation with Shoke, and, and I think you will too. So please enjoy the show. Okay, so I would like to introduce Shokei Matsumoto, uh, our wonderful guest today. He is a contemporary Buddhist monk. He serves at the Komyoji Temple, uh, which is in the center of Tokyo, right near uh, Tokyo Tower. I've met Shokei uh, several years ago, and I visited the temple where he's also running a uh, cafe. Um, so welcome to our podcast today. Maybe we should start off with, you know, what exactly is a contemporary Buddhist monk? Uh, it's uh, very nice meeting you, uh, Shibusa-san, again. And uh, yeah, and it is uh, really an honor to me to be here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. So what's the difference between a contemporary Buddhist monk and a traditional Buddhist uh, monk? Yes. So... Uh, so the the monks uh, living in modern world all contemporary Buddhist monk basically right mm -hmm. right uh, but I saw the idea to describe myself as a contemporary Buddhist monk uh, came from the art the the world of art so art art the, okay. the, there are two different so types of art traditional mm -hmm. art. And uh -huh. contemporary art, right? Okay. So, and uh, the the artist who uh, works for uh, contemporary art are uh, described as a contemporary artist, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. So that idea gave me your inspiration. So, yeah, express myself as contemporary Buddhist monk because I so I guess. Uh, so, so as Shibusawa-san know a little bit about the, uh, what uh, the Japanese Buddhism is in Japan. Uh, so if I describe myself just as a Buddhist monk, uh, people uh, just imagine that, assume that, uh, oh, I work for, uh, give in a, for a temple, uh, serving some uh, ceremonies, rituals uh, for Buddha as well as the supporting member of a temple. But actually, now, so those part of uh, activities that, I mean, the giving ritual ceremonies is just a little part of my, uh, you know, daily See? life. Right, okay. Yeah. But I mostly work for uh, creating a frontier of the uh, of the role of uh, you know contemporary Buddhist monk mm -hmm. in the modern modern world modern world right yeah so yeah I uh, to to differentiate uh, yeah so I just call me mm -hmm. contemporary Buddhist monk I see. So maybe perhaps your motivation was that traditional 
Buddhist monk, people living here in Japan had a certain image. And so certain types of people always went to a Buddhist temple, um, but other people, maybe they would come one, once a year or something like that, or just, you know, or, or never right, come. Right. So, so what you're, through your contemporary Buddhism, um, you're trying to attract new people to the temple. Is that, is that one of your motivations? Uh, yes. So inviting new people to the to temples is, of course, one of my motivation. Uh, but these days, I uh, focus more on uh, bring myself into, you know, society. So, uh, okay. <laughs> so n not just bringing people to a temple. I see. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So, so you're saying the traditional Buddhist monk, because of the of the of the discipline, they they tend to be in their in their isolated environment, mm -hmm. and maybe perhaps not in touch with the society. Is is that your one of your uh, issues or? So yeah, so my motivation to uh, become a Buddhist monk is to become a bridge uh, between the, um, the ancient wisdom and the life of modern people. Right, right. right. And I, I have been looking for uh, the way uh, how I can be a bridge and, okay. and uh, so that Buddhism, uh, in other words, the ancient wisdom and philosophy could be relevant uh, to the modern people. But that, that makes sense because, you know, monks and priests and other religions, um, they, they serve as the bridge between, I guess, our daily life and, and, and the religion. So that, that makes perfect sense. So uh, one of my initiatives uh, these days is uh, going into the corporate world. Oh, wow, really? Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So, uh, in Japanese, I name uh, that uh, initiative uh, as Sangyoso. Okay. Uh, just, uh, which was inspired uh, from Sangyoi, the, the, oh, oh, right. the doctor, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, medical doctor for uh, co enterprise, corporation. Right, right. So the, uh, so the Buddhist monks Interesting. Uh, who work for uh, corporations? Yeah. It, it, what do you do? Do you, you go to the companies and? Yeah. So I started this initiative uh, after COVID nineteen crisis. So uh, uh, I deliver the, the myself, and these days I I you know added some uh, my colleagues some colleagues into this project so mm -hmm. myself or other monks to uh, to a client a company uh, via zoom mm -hmm. right so right. On, online uh, right. platform okay. yeah uh, to to have a one-on-one -on -one, uh, meetings with oh. the with the the employees of a client company i see <laughs> I see. Oh, that's interesting. It's one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Okay. So, uh, are, are there some kind of common theme that that people want want to talk to you with about? Yeah. So, there should be a question: Why monks yeah. have to <laughs> talk to you know <laughs> right. employees? Yeah. So, the, in my observation, the the value of the presence of Buddhist monk is in in a in a corporate context is the monks uh, uh, could be a perfect stranger to to employees because okay. there there is no uh, conflict of interest. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. But still, yeah. Mm -hmm. So trusted, perfect stranger. Right. Okay, all right. right, all right, okay. So. Uh, so the conversation is very different from the you know the sessions with coach or sessions with mentors. 
so the the conversation with monk and uh employees is uh, you know very spontaneous mm-hmm. uh but open to deal with any, anything uh, in their life not only uh, the issues in a corporate uh, you know working place workplace but uh the issues like you know relationships with uh, families or uh, right. yeah a- anything yeah i see that's interesting so being being a a stranger but yet stranger with trust which is a usually right. not a, a combination <laughs> um, it it allows the people people to bring down their walls or guard i guess right right and, and kind of get into their inner inner soul i guess right when they're right. discussions so that's, that's very interesting um, going back to this concept of contemporary Buddhist and traditional Buddhist monk, there has to be a, a, a common, you know, you're Buddhist monk, right? And and I would imagine most of our listeners are are if they're especially if they're from overseas, they they don't really have a grasp of what Buddhism is about. Um, mm-hmm. So perhaps. You know, this could you know this conversation could last for days what buddhist is all about but a, a short version a short you know a description of what is buddhism maybe maybe you could talk about that a little bit mm. so that's a profound <laughs> question right <laughs> uh, but i would say um, so yeah especially for for the for the people living in a city or the, this in in this you know modern uh, culture mm-hmm. so buddhism is uh, uh, gives a wonderful op- opportunity to uh, cultivate our perspective we are living in a dualistic world so the right or left uh, good or bad mm-hmm. or you know whatever uh, but buddhism is about uh, overcoming the dualistic view right okay all right interesting yeah so yeah uh, buddhism uh, f- through buddhism uh, we we have a lot of things to learn to cultivate our perspective yeah different that's, perspective that's, an, that's interesting because it seems like other religions there's heaven and hell which is very dualistic mm-hmm. yeah. but what you're saying is, is buddhism is not dualistic so that's and how how do we achieve a non-dualistic world or sense hmm. so yeah that's a very uh, important and critical question i think as long as we uh, stick to uh, the our thinking uh, as we uh, use now uh, right now we have conversation with uh, languages uh, the mm-hmm. words so the language itself has a, has a function uh, to separate things this is oh. this. Uh, that is that. Right. right. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. This is a glass, and this is uh, water, or what, whatever. So the that language is all about labeling things. Right. Right. Okay. So, uh, so in other words, language uh, is uh, is a is a bless, and at the same time bless and curse to for us to have okay. uh, the dualistic view right right okay uh, yeah we which which uh embed ourselves mm-hmm. in a dualistic world so the the interesting part of buddhism is it's uh, is that it is not just about thinking but uh, f- physical practice, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like uh, zazen, zen, sitting yeah, or right. meditation, and yeah, whatever. So the you living 
uh, Kamakura city, right? Me? Uh, uh, yeah. You, you, um, uh, currently, uh, I was born in Kamakura, but... Uh, uh, Kamakura. I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I'm living oh. currently in Shibuya. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyway, so you, you are familiar with uh, Kamakura culture, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and there are some uh, Zen uh, mon monasteries, right? Yeah. And, uh, in, so like Engakuji. Mm -hmm. So oh, in those monasteries... What uh, the monks do in a monastery is not uh, just thinking, but uh, practicing meditation, Zen, mm -hmm. sitting meditation, as mm -hmm. well as eating, uh, gardening, uh, cleaning, everything. Mm -hmm. right? So the meditation is... Uh, not the only uh, way of practicing, but so actually every single part of your life could be Zen or the, so mm. the, the, pra the practice of Buddhism. So, yeah. So, so the uniqueness of Buddhism is, in a sense, it tries to you know, destroy the function of, of language. Mm. So, so that we can, you know, uh, overcome the, the, the border of the holistic world. I see. Yeah. So it seems like to me, language is sort of a, a digitalization of, well, inf not information, but your, your presence or, or communicating, I guess, in a sense. Mm -hmm. But digitalization, it's, 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 it makes it easy to communicate, but then, but then you're, I guess, you're cutting off some of the round edges <laughs> basically mm -hmm. um where where analog is a little bit more it might not be as efficient in communicating as a zero one digital world yeah um but there is more what's the right phrase for it roundness in, in mm -hmm. existence is, is that the way to think about it maybe yeah so i don't deny the the value of the holistic view yeah, mm -hmm. so it, it, it's useful. So the digital, uh, you know, uh, so we we ha we uh, have so many, you know, we appreciate the, so many benefits from the digital world, but we can break the border of digital world, uh, zero one thinking. So other uh, in other words, dualistic view. So. I think our creativity and imagination go far beyond. Mm -hmm. In fact, I guess you need imagination to see things that aren't in front of you, basically, right? Mm. But but actually exists. You just can't see it. But, but if you imagine it, maybe you can see it. Maybe maybe that's the way to look at it. What mm. is imagine? What is this? You know, this word imagination is is has really um, recently been one of my key interests oh. you know, what, what, why is it that we human beings have imagination and, and you know we can be in places and time where you know we're physically right we you know right where we are physically that doesn't change mm -hmm. but in our mind you know we could be anywhere um any time in future or past and, and what why is it that we have imagination and what is imagination and you know mm. um because imagination, I think, is limitless in a sense. Yeah. We we live in a limited world, but then imagination is limit limitless. And and uh, is there some link between Buddhism and imagination, or what do you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so the there are some uh, different types of Buddhism in Japan, right? right. So the yeah, Kamakura City has. Some monastery of Zen Buddhism, but I belong to a, a tradition of uh, Pure Land Buddhism, uh, Jodo Shinshu, Jodo Ke Buddhism, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, emphasizes the importance of surrendering your uh, intention or uh, you know your power to. The other power, so tariki, 
The other power, okay. Yeah. So, my question is, uh, where does where does your imagination come from? Right. Are you the person who imagines something, or so imagination itself mm -hmm. uh, comes from somewhere to you? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. Mm. Uh, so, you may be familiar with uh, the process of. You know, a uh, wonderful creator like uh, Haruki Murakami. Mm -hmm. So yes. he he often says that. Uh, so the the story itself urges him to write it down, right? Okay. So he is not the person who create the uh, the story, but mm -hmm. story story itself. Uh, you, yeah visit him i see to express itself oh interesting so <laughs> yeah. he's like the conduit so there's the story and he's the conduit to make it i guess accessible for for other right. people i guess uh, that's interesting to look at it right huh. Huh. it seems like to me you know most uh buddhist monks it seems to be a sort of a family family business in a sense Mm -hmm. But um, because their father and their father and great father and you know and but I believe you 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 didn't come from a, a Buddhist monk Buddhist. family, or... yeah, I didn't. Yeah. So so what 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 sparked your imagination to <laughs> <laughs> to become a, a Buddhist monk? Yeah. So it seemed very interesting to me. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, so, uh, when I was a university student, mm -hmm. uh, so just like other, you know, friends, I uh, initially, uh, you know, considered, uh, you know, to enter into corporate world or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the academic world or, yeah. So, initially, I... I thought I would be a you know business person, right. uh, maybe in a you know the uh, ad agency or some. Is that uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh -huh. But uh, for some reason, for some reason, uh, so my soul. I I, I guess my soul. Uh, was not uh, willing to take that option. Hmm. Uh, hmm. And for some reason, I hmm, I was intrigued to uh, work for more, yeah, in, in my view, uh, more uh, meaningful mm. uh, work, which... Uh, would be, you know, associated with the the previous people, past uh, people in the past. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Last year, <coughs> I had opportunity to translate the the book. Yes. Um, yes. The good ancestor. Good, good ancestor. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, when I was a university student. Uh, I thought that how could I succeed uh, the the effort of our ancestors and take it uh, bring the bottom to the to the future future people. Right, right, uh, right. And for me. So in that, from that uh, perspective, the transforming the the culture of Buddhism, the traditional culture of Buddhism, to be more relevant to the modern people, mm -hmm. would be meaningful work to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. 
let's get into the book the good An- ancestor this is a book written by roman Kur- it's very that's, yeah. a, that's a difficult name to pronounce yeah. isn't it? um but um how did you come across this book and how did you what what yeah. made you to translate into japanese so i'm not the translator uh mm-hmm. so this was the first uh, work for me as a translator of the okay. book. Okay, well, okay. Uh, but I, I have been thinking, if there is a chance, I'd want to uh, do that. Uh, so, so the how, how did I uh, come to know uh, to be connected with Roman Krutnarik was that uh, at at the conference online conference right after covid-19 crisis wow. so there was a community uh, named uh, house of beautiful business uh, in in europe the mm-hmm. the based the the the, the based uh, foundation is uh, in uh, portugal okay uh-huh. And uh, I think in that in that conference, I was the only uh, Japanese, and even I was the only uh, Buddhist monk. <laughs> Buddhist monk, yeah. So it was very Western sort of, you know, conference, mm-hmm. right? But I- interestingly, there was a session titled "Good Ancestor." Wow. Okay. And I was a panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, really among, well. among three yeah. and of course the roman was uh-huh. uh, on the panel oh. and you know, so why what is good ancestor so I, I i came to know that oh so the roman is uh, the author of a book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 the, that book was not uh, s- uh translated into japanese mm-hmm. yet i see Mm, so Roman gave me a PDF in, mm-hmm. in English version. And yeah. I, I, I went through all of the content uh-huh. and uh-huh. I was very much inspired by the content. So I see. Oh, so I, yeah, so I uh, initially, so the, uh, I became a big fan <laughs> right. of Roman, Roman's philosophy. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, so I, I, I know some, you know, uh, publishers in Japan. Uh, so I, I, I want to help you to, to, you know, publish it in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And so, so through those, you know, uh, conversations, I began to, you know, be interested in translating uh, it by myself. <laughs> you did it all by yourself? Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That must have taken a long time because I know you're very, very busy with your, you know, with your Buddhist practice and also these other activities you have. Now, now I know that translation work is very tough. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it takes so long. Yeah, 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 yeah. A long time and uh, effort, but uh, so mm, yeah. But it's a very it important. Works. Yeah, it's a very important message, I think, isn't it? Because I can, I think we always think some we. It's natural to think about our our ancestors, um, but to think of ourselves as ancestors for the future generation. That's that's a, that's a right. very good way to look at it, right? You know? Right, right. Uh. So. Yeah, I I noticed that the the theme of uh, good ancestor could be the uh, one of the best theme for me to you know mm. introduce as mm. a translator in uh, in in Japanese community. Right, right. So and translating it as a Japanese Buddhist monk uh, should be also very you know uh, meaningful yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah. So, uh, so I took the role, and actually, yeah. So I, before reading that book, 
as as you must know. So the the role of traditional Japanese Buddhist monk mm-hmm. uh, is giving a ceremony for ancestors, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, and in a sense, so the role of Japanese traditional Buddhist monk is just you know looking back uh, to the past I mean the, the just just uh, just having uh, right. rituals yeah as for ancestors but thanks to this book so I had a new idea that oh mm. so giving respect to the previous generation is not just looking back into the past, but it's actually uh, is related to the future generation, right? Right, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so at the end of the life, we, everybody, mm-hmm. uh, will uh, be gone and become ancestors for future generations. Right, yeah. So this book has broadened my view to the the, the, the rituals Mm -hmm. of traditional Japanese Buddhism, which is not just connected with past, but also future and the present. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it seems like to me what you're doing as a Buddhist, well, Buddhist monks or priests, um, you're translators, right, of, of the religious um, world to, 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 the, to, the, to the world that we live in. Plus, you're a contemporary Buddhist monk, which you're trying to translate the traditional Buddhism to, to the contemporary world. And that you said, you know, translating English into Japanese was difficult, but I imagine as a translator, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I describe the, the role of contemporary Buddhist. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the role of any religious leaders is a translate, becoming a translator oh. in any different contexts, right? Ancient and modern, or between languages, or between different, you know, cultural contexts. It seems like me going back to the digital for a second, it seems like digital increases um, efficiency. So that's all about transmission. So you can transmit more efficiently. But even though if you, you transmit it efficiently, the person that sends the trans the information the person that receives it are in different contexts different environment and so you might receive the data but they might not be feeling the same thing as the other person uh-huh. so so you need you need just, not just the transmission the digital transmission but you need some translation it seems like to me mm-hmm. so that so that people in different contexts different environments can really get it you know in, in, instead of just the digital code. Um, and it seems like there's a lack of, or there's a need for more translators, especially in a digitalized world, it seems like to me. Right. So the role of religious leaders is to be a bridge between something. Mm-hmm. So in other words, it's a catalyst, right? Right. Between different things. So there is no... Uh, such a thing like uh, becoming a bridge without mm-hmm. any, you know, change, right? Yeah. So, actually, even in this conversation, if I say A, then mm-hmm. you you receive it. Oh, A equal B, and mm-hmm. and so I I I take it. So B. Oh, you say B. So B B is C. <laughs> it's a catch, a catching, Ca- yeah, it's a, catch, catch ball, balls together, throwing catch, and catching balls. it, right, right. Yeah. And every time we make a little bit, diff- right. you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. change. Change, right, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. And it's so, something that didn't exist before, but because of the ball catching. Right. Uh, and we, and the know. conversation slides 
a little bit. Yeah, imagine. yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? <laughs> if if we just transmit the same thing hundred mm. percent, so the conversation is not going mm. forward. <laughs> right. I see. So it just uh, so if it's transmission of data, it just stays within that boundary. But because of the translation, there's a little bit of weaving back and forth. Right. And so, right, right. so it, it becomes uh, larger than what it originally started out with. That's a that's a very interesting concept. Huh. This book, The Good Ancestor, um, it has lots of rich content, I thought. But there's one thing that I wanted to deep dive with you was, was this concept of capitalism and in the in English version it says capitalist speculative capitalism and regenerative economy I think or mm. something like that um and the reason why I want to ask that question is because you know I play many different roles but one of my role is, is an investor a long-term investor at, at, a, at a firm called Commons Asset Management, which I started with my partners in 2008. This is all about you know, thinking more about the long-term, long-term meaning not just one, two, three, four, five, ten 10 years, but cross-generational. So in a sense, oh, we're trying to be good ancestors <laughs> is, is, what, what, is what I kind of thought. But at the same time, presently, there, there's this um, disappointment in, in capitalism because huh. of capitalism, you know, the, the, the environment is, you know, global warming and things like that. There's problems mm. with that. There's social disparity and, and things like this. And it seems like especially the younger generation is feeling this disappointment or, you know, this apathy towards you know, capitalism. And, and within capitalism, there's this concept of growth. Hmm. And um, there are some people that says, you know, well, why do we need growth anymore? Maybe uh, Romans saying the same thing. But it seems like to me, all living organisms grow. They look for growth in, in an organic, biological, natural world. So it seems natural for, in the econ eco economic sense, that people always look for growth. And so, but if we just keep on growing, then, then the planet will be under, you know, it won't be destroyed, but then, you know, it'll be under pressure, right? From your perspective, what, what is, quote, capitalism? Hmm. And what is this concept of growth? Hmm. Around the concept of capitalism, I'm also the person who have been thinking about how we can live better in the world of capitalism. So... I've been thinking of uh, that long, long time. Mm. So the last month, uh, I joined the the annual meeting of World Economic Forum mm -hmm. in in Davos, and it it was very uh, interesting uh, moment that after after joining the the annual meeting. So I stopped by Roman's place in mm. in the UK. Okay. And stayed one night uh, with him and his family. Oh. And his wife is his partner is uh, Kate Rayworth, mm. uh, who uh, is uh, the the founder of the idea of donut economy. Do donor economy. Okay. Donut. Oh, donate. Uh, donuts. Donuts. Oh, oh, donut. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. She's quite famous, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, yes. She's quite famous. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And I, so uh, it was a great honor to, you know, mm -mm. Uh, had a, a direct lecture from Kate mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> about yeah. the donut mm -hmm. economy. So my question is, mm. so Capital. Capital is defined as something uh, which uh, is to be used for some other, you know, purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, capital itself uh, doesn't, you know, have any value. So that capital right. has value only. Uh, mm -hmm. when it is used for other, you know, right? Okay. So that's the definition, capital. Capital okay. is something mm -hmm. used for some other mm -hmm. purpose. Right, right. 
but the the problem of capitalism is in that sense the we we don't uh, we are urged to pursue the purpose in the future so but but the the buddhism emphasizes the this the importance of appreciating here and now okay we have <clears throat> already uh, we already have enough so before without sac- sacrificing here and now for the future purpose mm-hmm. just uh, let's start appreciating appreciating the the what we have now Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the that is one of the basic, you know, uh, value mm-hmm. in, in Buddhism. The importance right. of here and now. Okay. In that, in that sense, capitalism is uh, destined to put the appreciation of here and now to the future. Right. So just like a horse with a carrot. <laughs> right yeah, yeah 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 so right so so capitalism is the goal-oriented mindset in yeah definitely that's definitely true uh, and capital is is not the result but it's more the means the input mm-hmm. right that then okay let, let's let's shift to, to to growth because growth is here and now you don't see the growth I guess you see the growth from the past to the present, here mm-hmm. and now. But when you think about the future, if if it, if it doesn't grow, um, mm. then, then then what happens? So, it just ages. It just ages. Okay, right. So, but 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 so say, we uh, we grow. Yeah. And uh, at the end of our life. Yeah, we we die, right. right? And to me, biologically, that makes sense because the environment's always changing, and you don't have a perfect model in a sense. And so, the new generation is always adapting to the new environment, whether you're human beings or you know any other animal. And then, we, we, so there's this cycle of growth and then fading out growth and mm-hmm. fading out growth and fading out and that makes that makes real rational sense in, in a big scale because the 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 um the environment is always changing it seems like right that's why organize organisms like ourselves look for growth but at the same time you, you don't grow forever <laughs> you fade yeah, out yeah, and right, you, right. you pass the baton to the next generation right and so but the problem with growth I, I see is that, well, let's say, for instance, um, I do work in global health, trying to have um, uh, make sure that people ha- all have the same human basic needs, mm-hmm. like uh, medical care, health care, sanitation, and things like that. And that's important, I think. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, what, what if the population keeps on growing, 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 growing forever? Um, then the earth is a, it's a pretty big place, but it's, it's, it's of a finite, finite, right, right. Um, you know, uh, environment. So, and I, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> mm. you, you want, because you want us, you know, you want to be saving the, so, you know, young children, children in Africa, for instance, the underprivileged, yeah. but then if everybody becomes prosperous, and then what happens? So when we uh, think of the future of our society, mm. uh, I think there is uh, something to be learned in a Buddhist philosophy, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the in the in a Japanese Buddhist philosophy, the okay. Dai Daijo Bukkyo or Mahayana Buddhism, mm-hmm. uh, emphasize the uh, the 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 concept of interbeing. Okay. Uh, everybody is interconnected mm-hmm. and no one could be independent from mm-hmm. uh, anything. Uh, everybody is interconnected, inter, uh, interdependent. So that interdependency is not just about the human society, but everything, right? right. Okay. So I, I'm now... Breathing, 
air, and I cannot separate this air is me or not me, so I'm just breathing. Without air, uh, I cannot live. And mm. So my question is, if we really uh, want to be sustainable, we need to remind us of being uh, an animal, right? Mm -hmm. We are not the, the ruler of this planet, but the, uh, the part of the planet. Yes. Right? In that sense, I'm afraid that the, the, the concept of Anthropocene, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, so where and when the, the influence of human activity is huge to, you know, affect everything uh, on the planet might uh, give us a misunderstanding that oh, unconsciously, oh, uh, we, we finally have become the ruler of the, the planet where we have so much power to influence on mm. the, the, uh, the, the, even the, the, uh, on changing the planet. Mm. So that's why noblesse oblige. Yep. I mean, the, so uh, we human beings have to be more humble and... Uh, more, you know, mm. thoughtful. But actually, uh, we, the human beings, uh, are not the ruler. We sometimes uh, tend to assume that uh, to, to ev evaluate our, uh, you know, power and uh, the, the ability far beyond the reality. Mm -hmm. But actually, the 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 top notch even top notch scientists agrees that we still uh, don't know anything about the, the nature of this world. So, right, right. Uh, even with with a scoop of you know the soil, uh, we don't know the 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 exact mechanism of the the soil with the, so the bacteria and so i think we we should learn from the the from the japanese buddhism the fact that we are part of that world and we still have so many things to learn mm -hmm. uh, we are not the ruler of the world we right. don't have any power to control everything in the nature right 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 being more humble that makes sense um you mentioned buddhism was about here and now and how do you link here and now to this um journey or quest for knowledge hmm because you mentioned that, you know, we don't know anything about this world. And you're absolutely right. But then there's always this quest for, to, to, for knowledge, to, mm. know, to know. Uh, so appreci the appreciation of here and now uh, does not necessarily mean that uh, the... the self-sufficiency of the, 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 the current state. Okay. Yeah, so if we are very open to mm -hmm. the nature and if we are uh, really open to, yeah, the nature admitting that and accepting the fact that we are very much ignorant, So the our curiosity must grow. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so so going back to the growth, I mean, there there are boundaries for physical growth. Hmm. Um, but for this sort of curiosity growth, mental growth, um, spiritual growth, 
um, do you think there should be boundaries or is that something that is free to grow? Free to grow. Free to grow. <laughs> yeah. Because it seems like to me, like, you know, we just need an outlet for some kind of growth uh, that otherwise it just becomes a very boring, <laughs> boring society, boring life. Uh, just, just, it just becomes boring. I mean, the, the, the here and now concept is, uh, is wonderful. Um, but I think that's telling us that perhaps we're not appreciating here and now and that we're not, we're not, we don't know about here and now enough. Mm. Is that is that the way to look at it? Yeah, yeah, I uh, think so. Yeah, and so because um, we're always in a hurry to see the next stage or next growth, right? And so, and, and it seems like to me sometimes growth um, hides lots of the problems <laughs> hmm. in the world. So uh, appreciation of here and now stimulates our sense of wonder, right? Right. Um, what I th what I find interesting is, is you know I listen to podcasts from overseas and there's lots of podcasts about this um, what is it uh, not well being what's the other word? mindfulness mindfulness mm. and mm -hmm. um, and a lot of it is you listen to it it's, it's you know they're talking about Zen Buddhism right mm -hmm. and and these guys that are talking about mindfulness are all these entrepreneurs and you know and <laughs> so mm -hmm. people that people that thrived on growth oh. um, you know are talking about mindfulness and and if you look at it, it it's 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 like i see lots of similarities with uh you know buddhism because they talk about zen and all this kind mm -hmm. of stuff what what do you think about this global trend towards uh, mindfulness, mindfulness especially mm. with 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 this sector that's always been so hyper growth oriented uh, <laughs> yeah i think mindfulness is uh, very you know uh useful for anybody uh, so uh, those uh, those who uh, pursue the the infinite growth or for yeah school uh, school children mm -hmm. uh, or the patients in a hospital yeah mm -hmm. who, so whoever uh, can, and get uh, get benefit from it out mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. do you know uh, the a big figure in 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 in, Japan, uh, in in buddhist community daisetsu suzuki who introduced the zen buddhism into mm. the world Listen, but mm. actually uh, the daisetsu uh, recognized himself as a pra uh, as as uh, as a practitioner uh, of Nembutsu Buddhism, so uh, yeah, so other power Buddhism, Tariki, Tariki, okay, so right. the Pure Land Buddhism. Okay. So he he made a success in introducing the Zen Buddhism, uh, which make you you know mindful make yourself mi more mindful individually so you can you can practice and think in a way of zen buddhism i think for me uh, so it, it's it's that time to you know uh, introduce the buddhism of other power which mm. uh, which tells us how we can uh, live together in a society in in a in more mindful mindful way so in other words i think so the zen buddhism uh, had a role to you know tell people how uh, they 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 can live uh, more mindfully individually but now the time has come to uh, look for for the way how we can collectively uh, I know, see. mindful mindful I see life. from individual mindfulness to more of a collective right, mindfulness right, is what right. you're saying okay that's very interesting 
sounds a little bit difficult, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah, it's interesting because we don't live as we we exist as individuals, but we don't live as individual. I guess is the way to look at it, right? We're individual yeah. people, but in a society, we're not we're not we we are obviously a collective. So yeah, actually, from Buddhist perspective, so uh-huh. we are all interdependent and mm-hmm. interconnected. So mm-hmm. there is no individual. Individual itself is uh, sort of. Elusive. Interesting. The, the idea of yeah, individual. I see. I see. Mm. Well, huh. great. Um, I, I would like to you know do a more of a deep dive in that, but I'm mindful of your time. I know you have a very busy schedule <laughs> with all, all everything that you're doing. Last word I, w- I would want to get from you is how do we become a good ancestor from your perspective? Hmm. That's a very good question. After translating that book, so the good ancestor into Japanese, I, I had uh, several conversations with the original writer Roman uh, about around that question, and now we have agreed that okay, so the we uh, slightly modify uh, the question like this so how how can we become better ancestors okay all right mm-hmm. not good but better okay yeah all right uh, the so the idea is if i say good so immediately you uh, you know imagine bad right, right. Okay. Good, good or bad. <laughs> right. so right yeah uh, so if there is a good ancestor, so mm. the bad ancestor should be also be right. Right. That that sort of you know dualistic. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But in my observation, there is no, no one who you know, have uh, hoji or the the uh, ancestor worship ceremony, and give disrespect to their ancestors <laughs> there's mm-hmm. no such a person just right. so uh, we just give respect mm-hmm. for yeah, ancestors uh, because we know that our ancestors must uh, have thought that hoped for our you know happiness right yep. so the important thing is before thinking of future generation mm-hmm. i think we need to you know appreciate appreciate the you know mm, the here and now <laughs> yeah here and now and yeah. the blessing blessing from the previous generation right okay we are the future generation of previous generation Mm-hmm. Right, the f- we are future children mm-hmm. f- from the previous, pre- previous right? people, right? Yeah. So, as a future generation mm-hmm. living right now, mm-hmm. let's appreciate the mm-hmm. the gifts from the previous generation. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy this okay. life. Yeah. So. That should be the starting point to become better ancestors, right? I see. Yeah. yeah. And appreciating the here and now, let's let's think of how we can, you know, pass these the the, the those gifts from the previous generation, receiving from a previous generation to the future generation, right? I see. Right. So it's passing the baton. Right. Right. And in your message seems like to me, like currently we live in this on this planet where we have global warming, we have this social disparity. And, and to be good ancestors, it seems like we should have we should be more what's the right word for it? More we have to control our our desires. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, yeah. Right? It seems course. it kind of kind of seems like that way, right? But but what it seems like you're saying is yeah, you have to of course be uh, self controlling, but at the same time, that doesn't mean sacrificing everything in the current life, right? Is that is that, that's the message? I think. Yeah, that that's the message. That's yeah. the message, and 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 we cannot decide the future of uh, of this society. The the people who decides the uh, their destiny is uh, should be the future generation themselves, yes. right? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we cannot be. Uh, we should not be decisive. What we can do is only to uh, you know leave options. Right. Yeah. Exactly. For future generations. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, very very interesting. So so the interconnectivity of of Buddhism, the spirit of Buddhism, is not obviously not just within the current generation, but it's all about interconnecting with previous generations, with the uh, future generation. That that kind of interconnectivity that we're not we're not a standalone. That, that right, seems right. to be the message, right? right? Okay, well, wonderful. This has been a really, really fascinating uh, conversation, and um, uh, good talking with you for hours. But <laughs> but then I think I should let you go. But wanted to really appreciate taking your time to speak with me on this really, really interesting topic, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me here. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, this conversation too. Great, great. Thank you. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you. So, what do you guys think? Shoke speaks in such soothing tone that just hearing his voice gives you this sort of peaceful mindfulness feeling. I think he made a very interesting point that mindfulness is not just about the individual. That according to Buddhism, we're all connected, and so the actual mindfulness is a more collective way of thinking, which currently in, in our world, where it's so divided, a very important message for us. So until the next time, I hope all of you have a good day or good evening, wherever you are. <laughs>